naughty but naughty, baby. up guys <laughs> i'm sorry but uh that first uh naughty by natty cracks me up because it's that's actually that's a new intro <laughs> from the last time I right. was here. <laughs> it cracks me up because it's actually one of my co-workers and uh she's from the philippines and she's cool as fuck dude her name is uh princess may that is her first name princess yes princess may and when we first like, that's found an interesting out, first name yeah so since i work security like when we found out there was a girl coming in named princess as a security guard we're like uh what the fuck <laughs> but we were not expecting her i involved that name at a different place where you would see a security guard <laughs> but i don't think they would be a security guard themselves <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's who does the first uh, Natty, Naughty by Natty at the beginning. And really? Yeah, and I did that when I first uh, started this, and she just randomly did it, and I was like, dude, we'll just use it for a Halloween special, and now, here we are. Damn. She made that back in May. May. <laughs> what the fuck? And her name is May. Princess May. Princess May made the intro in May. Yeah. Shout out, May. Love you. You're the best. For real. And then how long it's been to lead up to this. It's very much a special moment now. Because <laughs> it's finally time. <laughs> Alright. So if you're wondering, I got a special guest here. And... Am I supposed to say my name? If you want to. Or I can say your name. I don't give a shit. This is Andrew, a.k.a. The Serpent. And a.k.a. Oh, man. Are we going through all of them? What was We're the other one we minute. said earlier? Oh, the one I was joking with? Yeah. Vlad Broke. Vlad Broke. Yep. <laughs> Vlad Broke. Get the hair tied back and all. Let it slowly fall down onto the girl I'm making love to. Hell yeah. <laughs> Girls like long hair. At least the ones I find. You just like rub it all over her body? Nah. Well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. In a way. Like when my hair drips down from when it's tied back like this. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm over them and stuff. Like when it gently like brushes up against them. They really like that sometimes. Yeah. Do you like it when a girl's hair does that to you? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. <laughs> Alright. So, we got some urban legends to start with. Since we're doing some spooky Halloween stuff. The first one I'm going to read, urban legend, is called The Baby Roast. Burn all the babies! <laughs> if you know where that line is, you're a nerd. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know, because I am one. What is it from? A video game called Borderlands 2. Alright. <laughs> little girl named Tiny Tina says it. She's like 13 or some shit. What is that game about? It's hard to explain, but it's very profound. <laughs> like, there's a bit in it. I'm not going to go into detail, though. That's a different topic for off. Like, to joke-wise. Alright. <laughs> 
Okay, here we go. The baby roast. But there is one thing that's funny. There is you do a side mission where you try to get two robots to have sex. Oh, really? Yep. I remember that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's super random. Super yeah, that's uh, that's the best game. way I can describe Borderlands. It's kind of kind of random with it, some of its shit. <laughs> There's one where you could just shoot a guy in the face. That's literally the side quest. It says shoot this guy in the face. Really? Uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. The baby roast. The consistent feature of this legend, also called the cooked baby or the hippie babysitter, is that a baby is roasted alive, either in a conventional or a microwave oven. Often the unfortunate infant is described as have, having been, been stuffed and garnished in the manner of a roast pig or other delicacy. The horrible deed is done either by a family member, usually a sibling, or by a person hired to tend the baby in the parent's absence. In American versions told since the 1970s, usually a teenage babysitter cooks the infant while under the influence of alcohol or drugs, sometimes reporting to the parents, I've cooked the turkey for you. In <laughs> international versions of the legend may describe a naive maid from abroad or from a province. Parliament. Provincial, provincial, provincial. I believe that's right. Provincial village who is told to keep the baby warm, but who misunderstands the command as cook the baby. Occasionally, the mother herself is the baby roaster as a result of mental illness related to her unwanted pregnancy. This variation has been collected in Sweden, Turkey, South America, and Australia, among other places. Even farther afield, traditional stories collect in the South Pacific area of Micronesia describe children left in charge of their younger siblings who cook the baby, either out of spite for having to do the parents' work or because of a misunderstanding of orders given for the tot's care. The international folk narrative motif represents here blah 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 something. Possibly the American <laughs> legends of cooked pets from the 1950s gave rise to later stories of cooked babies, although there were rumors reported as early as the 1920s of nannies using a whiff of stove gas to tra tranquilize babies before bedtime. The widespread distribution of similar stories and motifs outlined above has not yet been resolved into a complete history of the baby rose story, which is one of the most wi widely known and varied of all urban legends. The baby roast seems to confirm the worst fears of young parents that their child will not be safe outside of their own loving care. The story may also reflect feeling of guilt about modern child care practices, especially when both parents work outside of the home, which re relegate children for much of their early upbringing to daycare centers or live-in nannies. It is important to note that the parents are often said to be enjoying themselves, dining out at a party, or attending a concert or movie while the baby is roasted alive at home. Sibling rivalry is an obvious theme in many other versions of the story. The possibility of the oven as a symbol of the womb might be supported by one common slang term for pregnancy. To have one in the oven. See also the clever babysitter. The microwave pet. And yeah, those are other stories we'll get into later. That was fucking the baby burning what the fuck? There was one part. What part was it uh, that stood out with me? Oh, fuck. What was it? 
the mental part for one the mental illness side of it oh that like is the mom doing it <clears throat> yeah i wonder how much study actually went into that dude there's even so though many... i doubt much research actually did go into that as fucked up as it is well there's so many stories about where like, yeah where the mother kills the kid that's where i'm wondering like i which, wonder where a lot of it that's like which the next story that you're going to be reading mm-hmm doesn't have to do with that? Yes. We'll La Llorona. Can't remember if it says in this urban legend. I believe it is called The Weeping Woman. Yes. In English. Yes. That is the English name of it. I know the Spanish version of it. So. Here you go. You don't <sighs> have to read these. That. Just this part. Right here. You don't have to read the C also. Oh, yes. Oh, I actually was right. It was the weeping woman. <laughs> <laughs> the weeping woman is well known. Tropical, er, known. Tra the fuck is that word? Traditional. Oh, fuck. I don't know why that fucked me. He's high as fuck, guys. He's faded. I'm also, and no. drinking. You don't need to put me that much on blast. <laughs> okay? I was going to say my autism is also a bitch sometimes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hey, I was trying to blame it on drugs and alcohol, but if you want to go there, then you can go there. I was getting <laughs> the one that didn't get me judged. Typical legend known amongst Mexicans, Amer no, Mexican-Americans that originally, or fuck. Occasionally. Occasionally, mangered merges. merges with modern urban legends. You know what's the funny? figures, huh? The only thing that's funny about this is last time I had you read this and you're fucked up and you read this. I know I read it this a lot like better. Shit. I know Here. this is stupid. I read it better when I was more fucked up, which Here, was interesting. I'll read it because. The only reason why is because I can see that you just don't want to do this. No, like, you, you have to say. Which is interesting because I really the was more part of it because yeah I am so whitewashed as a Mexican I cannot say La Llorona La Llorona see exactly all right here we go guys that's funny <laughs> okay <laughs> the weeping woman is a well-known traditional legend among Mexican Americans that occasionally merges with modern urban legends the figure known as La Llorona. Fuck, I was getting my beer. Is <laughs> <laughs> said to be the ghost of a mother <coughs> bereft of her children. And you know what? The fact that you couldn't, like, say words. I know. I shut it. up. No, listen. I do oh. it all the fucking time. And then I'll listen to the podcast and, like, I hear me saying it. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I know that word. And I would say it, like, as I'm reading it. Or like saying it on the podcast. I think it is for me. Once I feel, once I see something's rolling, I immediately forget everything I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> You're fine. Fuck. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so mean. I did not mean it that way. Okay. God damn it. I blame Geo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, bereft of her children. Sometimes allegedly. Drowned by her own hand, she is seen along waterways, creeks, canals, rivers, and the like, crying and calling out for her lost children, and sometimes threatening or harming those who encounter her. The legend often functions as a warning to young people not to linger after dark, especially in certain haunted sites. The specific appearance of La... Llorona. 
<laughs> varies from place to place, ranging from a harmless spectral, spectral figure dressed in white to a female monster with long fingernails and sometimes the face of a horse. In the heavily industrial columnate region of northeastern India, Philip Brandt George collected some versions of the vanishing hitchhiker that combined with an origin story about the hitchhiking ghost that borrowed from the La Llorona tradition. The vanishing hitcher <laughs> was said to be the ghost of a Mexican woman who had killed her children and was doomed to wander eternally in search of them. See also, I believe, in Mary Worth, which mm-hmm. we'll get to later as well. It's interesting. So the Spanish version, it's very much like that. I don't the horse part that does not. Yeah. That was weird. I didn't like. That was not as far as I know in the Spanish one. I've never heard that part. That part was weird. That even threw me off because I don't even remember that being in there when we did the first episode or the first recording of Have this. Have you watched that movie that they made? Like not that long. Well, I don't know how long ago it was, but I know what you're talking about. I s- La Llorona. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but I'm so down to watch it if you can mm-hmm. find it. <sighs> Fuck that. yeah i don't blame you really you think that's creepy i'm a wimp i don't like that shit dude i love that shit that's my bread and butter (laughs) but uh no the mexican version i've never heard that part though the whole face the the horse horse. face that's a new like i never heard that before uh and another one is uh dude probably came up with that probably some motherfucker was probably high Pro- no, yeah, it was probably the dude that spread the story. Like, it was his kids or some shit. He was like, man, fuck that. It's it's like, fuck that horse face bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, that long face bitch took my kid. <laughs> okay. Um, but another one is, uh, for the Mexican side of it, I've heard a lot as well. Um, You can hear the crying of hers by riversides and lakesides and yeah. shit. Like, that's another one. That's a very big one, a part of her legend. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you will hear her crying, and the whole thing is she will try to lead you towards her. Yeah, that's and then why I don't like to care. Another legend I heard is her someone legend. when, like, this is, again, a legend. Someone found, or air quote, found La Llorona, and they heard the crying. They kept hurrying the crying. They kept, it was just, like, constant. And then once they actually got closer to the sound, they actually hear heard it going louder instead of mm-hmm. they actually heard it my kids my kids and it just got like as they got closer it was more in detail of what happened like i'm sorry i'm sorry and then they said as they were walking they would look out into the water and they would see stuff bobbing and it would look like bodies Ugh. nope and then every time that they look back, it, they would look, and it's like, it's, it can't, it, no, it's not, it's not, it is, it's not, it is, it's not. And then they finally get to the weeping woman, and they just see her all in white, crying, just all like that. And then from there forward, it's like, from there forward, I've heard other people say from, like, various, like, she has no face. Like, some never got close enough to see the face. They just see, like, the silhouette. Because her, like, she has, like, kind of, like, a... I want to say, like, a bridal thing over her face, mm-hmm. almost. Just, like, but her face is, like, a bit covered. So, like, but there's a lot of bit of descriptions where she doesn't have that, I've heard. Kind of like Bloody Mary. Yeah, kind of like that in a bit. 
What about, um, I was just seeing if it was in there. Chupacabra. Oh, the chupacabra, the thing that eats goats in Mexican folklore. I forgot exactly what it is. I think it's like some goat thing. I'm not, or not goat thing. It's like, I want to say like something like Bigfoot. Some, I want to say something like Bigfoot, but yeah. like more vicious, like something that would be like a lot more aggressive, like a wolf style, mm-hmm. like something like more around those lines, but like aggressive wise. Right. So like maybe like a giant, like Chupacabra would be probably like something like the equivalent of like a bit or like a bigger bear, but mm-hmm. like more like stature, like a creature human like. Mm hmm. It would probably be. I would think it's more described like that. Is there any other like uh, Hispanic uh, scary stories that were ever told to you when you were younger? I was told one of uh, the Burning Witch, which was uh, she. Uh, it was just like a bunch of people went up to a mountain and they saw a cross, mm-hmm. and it was just it was obviously just a mountain, and it had a cross up on it. But a lot of people tell them, don't go to the cross. Don't go to the cross. The cross is off limits. The cross is off limits. Like, don't go towards the cross. They're like, a witch is up there. A witch is up there. Don't go towards the cross. And some dumbasses went up there, obviously, because all legends have some dumbasses that find it. Or some form of that. They went up there, and as they got closer, they noticed that there was a somewhat laughing or some shit like that and as they or it was more like cackling cackling and they saw a bunch of like dirt get swooshed around around them like constantly blazing through and it almost looked like it was on fire mm-hmm. and then eventually it, as they got closer up towards the mountain and the cross um yeah that's when it happened you know those uh fireworks that blaze in circles and like spin around like tops yeah those are, represent similar to how the burning witch would move Damn. throughout Fuck that, dude. uh-huh and then she went up and had lit the cross on fire before they got to the top and they just heard the cackling more and it just went off like crazy that's creepy mm-hmm. i heard that one uh i'm trying to think <laughs> no that's what <laughs> this music just made me <laughs> Uh, I, I think those are the only ones I can really think of at the moment. Well, I got another one that I can read, and, um, it's kind of another one that a lot of people are afraid of, like a, a fear, which is clowns. Unpopular thing to me. I'm not afraid of clowns. Neither am I. They're like, eh, to me. But a lot of people are. Geo. <laughs> no, he's not. I think he said one time Pennywise creeped him out for a while. Oh, when he was a kid, yeah. Yeah. Don't but tell he his said secrets. Th- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up. Hey guys. <laughs> hey Gio. Uh, this is payback for re- uh, leading the episode where I had to. I, I actually seemed smart, faded. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because uh, yeah, Halloween's gonna be a hoot this year. Halloween's but- gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to even say it. Okay. The Phantom Clowns is the story. It's another urban legend. And the reason why I'm reading this is because some of this story is in AZ. Really? Yeah. And this is the music that I don't like because it's so fucking loud. So hopefully we can adjust it whenever. Yeah. 
I'll just talk really fucking loud. In a world. <laughs> Persistent rumors that spread all across the United States and became known as well in Great Britain maintained that groups of people dressed as clowns and traveling in va vans painted a certain color, often black or blue, were abducting and murdering children. Most of the rumors circulated among young children themselves, some of whom claimed to have seen the clown vans lurking near their schools or even driving off with victims inside. Investigations by adult authorities failed to discover any of the clowns, which therefore may be labeled phantoms, until proven otherwise. The first documented outbreak of the phantom clown stories was from 1981 as reported by Lauren Coleman. The scare of that year raged from New England through the Midwest and described clowns in a variety of disguises who were supposedly 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 driving vans of many colors and wielding 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 fuck that word swords knives or guns coleman suggested a possible connection to the stories of the pied piper of hamelin other commentators recalled the old fears about gypsies lurking around trying to abduct children a mini scare of killer clown stories surfaced Briefly in Phoenix, Arizona in 1985, and the rumors returned in full force again in 1991 with reports ranging from New Jersey to Chicago and often linking, likening the alleged threatening figure to the character Homie the Clown from the TV series In Living Color. The same year, a phantom clown scare also hit Glasgow, Scotland. Besides Homie, other possible influences on the clown rumors may have been the Stephen... Stephen? Stephen King novel, It, and a video based on it, or the crimes of John Wayne Gacy, who in the late 1970s killed 33 boys near Chicago, who was known to have enter entertained children at times wearing a clown suit. Although there is no record that Gacy ever used a clown disguise actually to entice children, he was dubbed Killer Clown by the media. Educational and police authorities have thoroughly investigated claimed clown sightings, and newspapers have publicize the lack of findings. Here's the beginning of a typical report, one that indicates the considerable variations in detail, quoted from page 1 of the Montclair, New Jersey Times, of June 6, 1991. Parents, Cops Quell False Rumors of Killer Clown by Lucinda Smith. Someone dressed as Homie the Clown is not in Montclair trying, Montclair trying to hurt children. Someone dressed as Bart Simpson was not arrested for shoplifting in Montclair. And none of the following has been seen in a van attempting to kidnap children in Montclair. Homie, Bart, Krusty the Clown, the four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Smurfs, Bugs Bunny, the Little the Mermaid, <laughs> Barbie, Ken. But nasty m rumors about all of the above raged through Montclair Elementary and Middle Schools last week, with gruesome stories spread quickly and widely among young children. In neighborhoods and playgrounds, kids compare what they heard and wondered about its truth. There is no... There is no truth to any of it. Still, the scary talk persisted. Montclair police received about 50 telephone calls from parents who did the thing, did the right thing to call us, said Deputy Chief John Cor Corcoran. Cochran. 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 Most of the calls were about the so-called killer clown on the loose, he said, but there were not real incidents of any kind, just unfound rumors. The modif of adults dressed as clowns also appears with a myriad of other themes 
and stories about supposed satanic ritual abuse, tales about criminals cruising in black vans have circulated for years throughout Europe, but the phantom clown's tradition involving vans seems to be exclusively a part of child lore, perhaps reflecting children's actual distress and even fear of clowns, who ironically are thought by adults to be invariably amusing to youngsters, most of whom would undoubtedly prefer a large, friendly, purple dinosaur to a clown any day. The first birth. thing that remind me of is that stuff that was going on in like what 2016, I want to say 15 or some shit, yeah. where clown or people were dressing up as clowns and killing each other, right? Some shit like that. That was the first thing that remind me of. And I also remembered another thing while you were telling this story about the burning baby. Yeah. The fucking uh, microwave oven that would blow up a human if they're inside. Dude, <laughs> you yeah, have to I've scrape heard of dogs that bitch. Get in microwaves and they explode. Yes. I know. Imagine a baby. God damn, you're gonna be scraping that shit. Well, apparently, if you put them in the oven, they don't explode. They just roast. That I. Well, I don't know. Because yeah. If they're that, alive. No, no, no. I can't. Because if you put, like, anything, like, most of the time when you're cooking something, it's already dead. Like, all the, do you get what I'm saying? Like, okay. You have a valid point. I don't, that's actually a good question. Yeah, shit's cut I'm up and, like, dead. i test that theory. Because, like, just like, um, when you decompose, like, a body, it has, um, what is it's, that fucking and plus word? plus it's already, uh, Strip clean of all the skin and all the excess as well. Well, like, after, like, so many hours, like, um, gases, like, leak from your fucking butthole and shit and your intestines, like, <laughs> yeah, will eventually, like, I can't think of the word that it's called right now. Um, but literally, like, it can come out of your asshole, like, after so long. Rigor mortis. Rigor mortis, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, that's, like, I think when, uh, why they... Um, preserve bodies with like formaldehyde is to keep all that shit in. So like all the gases and the blood flow and all that shit is kind of like what makes shit explode. But like obviously like if you're you cooking something that's already shit, dead and, you and can cut make up, it's not gonna. Almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not gonna explode. No, but it can be used to make gunpowder if it's really chose to be that way. Right. <sighs> So we got um, the sex trait of a Pisces. Oh, yeah. I think I remember one of those stories vaguely. <laughs> and I remember only being like, being like, yeah, I could agree with like two or three of those. It very much shows I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> so this actually um, is a second part of a podcast that accidentally got deleted. Indeed it is. So um, we're redoing this podcast. This episode should have came out a long time ago, but hey, we're just going to come back better and stronger than ever. Except for the part where I read La Llorona. <laughs> it's fine. I gotta get my dub sometime whenever I show up again. You made me feel like a fucking asshole when you're like, oh no, it's my <laughs> autism. Like, God damn it. I know. That was the there. point. <laughs> Thanks. No, I meant to throw it out there to anybody that fucking is judging me in the moment, listening <laughs> to this shit. <laughs> yeah, so if you thought that 
he was doing a shitty job, you're a piece of shit because yeah, he has bitch. autism. <laughs> you're making fun of the retarded. <laughs> autistic people are not retarded. They're te- oh, they're okay. We're not getting on to this. <laughs> All right. He just thinks he's retarded, but he's not. He's an awesome person. Obviously insecure as fuck. <laughs> All right, you ready? Go you, on. You gonna tell me if this sounds like you as a sexual partner? We'll see how much is accurate. Mr. Serpent. Serpent. I am the serpent. All right. Pisces is very sensitive to the needs of the partner, to the point of forgetting about personal needs. In spite of this sensitivity, Pisces is often unsure about pleasing the partner, as if fearing to be inadequate. Foreplay is long, sometimes sub substituting intercourse altogether also after sex pisces is very considerate and caring to pisces as to pisces sex is an opportunity to make the partner pleased and happy sort of like baking a birthday cake and making sure it has all the ingredients the partner prefers that also makes pisces quite satisfied of course it doesn't hurt if the partner returns the favor but pisces wouldn't dream of demanding it nor expressing it in unquestionable terms Making love with Pisces is a delicate and moving experience, so overwhelmingly pleasant that it's easy to forget taking care of Pisces' needs. Each Pisces has had that experience with a partner probably more than once. It's okay, but far from perfect. Still, Pisces tends to internalize the blame for it. When a truly reciprocal partner comes along, though, Pisces is in heaven. They will have plenty of blissful times together, and by their mutual sensitivity to the needs of the other, it will just get better and better. They never want it to end. Pisces is not the one to seduce or take the initiative, but the willingness and openness can make it seem so. Pisces is so eager to comply, it's sometimes hard to see who was first. Also, Pisces has no problem adapting to variations and experimentation as long as that's what the partner wishes. Otherwise, the regular stuff is fine too. The sex act is to Pisces really and essentially the joining of two souls along with their bodies, but the bodies are just the tools if the souls don't fill it. Then it's some kind of failure. What should follow after is a sweet kind of intoxication, where both are happily dizzily, dizzy as if hovering weightless in space. Sex can be healing too. Pisces strongly believes that just about any remedy can be cured by making love if done with the commitment to the partner's well-being, not to say salvation. Yes, sex with Pisces can be de- deeply satisfying, although not always to Pisces, if the partner forgets that the part of the deal, it happens easily. Very true. I very much agree with that, especially when it comes to relationships. A majority of that is true. Like, even for me, I don't care about the relationship for... Like, for example, if I'm in a relationship and it came down to sex, I don't care necessarily for myself when it comes to it. Yeah. Everything is for her. For me, it is an afterthought. Right. In the end, for me, everything is for her. That's good. I well, like that. I mean, well, that that's it how it is for me. Depends on how. Yeah, that depends on the girl as well. So, but for me, more it's around that line. Like, f- I have nothing. Like for me, it's like, okay, sex is whatever because sex is just mindless to me after a certain point, which eventually to most people it is. After a certain point, you, you know, you're young. It's cool. It's amazing. But you get to a certain point where it's just like whatever. Yeah. So, for me, I've I'm already I never really got like my over crazy with it. 
So I was just like, I, to me, I was like, whatever, always, kind of. So for me, it's like, I'm always much for the other. For me, I don't really offer sex unless it's, I'm actually genuinely towards that person. The only time I really go for a cheap fuck is, it's rare. And even those, it's more I, my weaker moments when I'm drunk or I'm not really good. Like, overall, I just crave a person. Yeah. Like, that's what it is with Pisces as well. It's like they crave another. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of shit where you hear stories of Pisces that are cheaters. That's where it is. It's just they crave another. So it's hard to tell if you were actually a matter to that person or not. Right. Because they just, it's an overall, they crave another's affection. They crave another as well. And sometimes when Pisces are lost, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. (laughs) They're just lost out in the open. They're very much like, they, they usually find someone and they stick with them around. It's weird because my older brother is a Pisces. But it's weird, too, because he was always such a douche to me. So, like, the fact to, like, think of him being, like, that type of lover, like, that's so caring is, like, kind of weird, like, to think about. It's weird. It really is. It's like, he's such a fucking asshole to me. But, like, that's cool that, obviously, that's why his woman has stayed with him and he has, like, fucking, (sighs) fucking five kids now. Yeah, Pisces are very strong lovers. If you find a Pisces, <laughs> a majority of the time, they're if you find if you stick with them for a while, they'll be around for a good, a good while. Right. They'll always find a way to come back. Yeah. Well, basically, women, if you want to get married, find a Pisces. <laughs> Problem is, you'll have a Pisces. <laughs> That's a great way to find someone. What do you mean, problem? A lot of Pisces are bitches. That's where I'm like, some of the shit with Pisces, I'm like, with overall. A lot of it, not, not really. A lot of them, they're bitches. They're very overly sensitive, overly emotional. That's very much Pisces. However, I am not that myself. (laughs) I'm only caring and emotional when it comes to my lover. Right. (laughs) But at that point, if I'm not, I'm fucking up. (laughs) How did I get a girlfriend? That's the better question for that. So, um, we're gonna let these lovely people listen to a couple songs, and then we'll be coming back. So, the first song that we're gonna be playing is by Bleach Party USA, and it's Bosco the Killer Clown, and... Of course it's some fucking clowns. (laughs) Here we go. Enjoy.
Like, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, then resubscribe. If you've already subscribed, I don't give a shit. Episode 100! Fucking beyond me, next up! Episode number 100! 100 episodes! Hey, can you turn off our song Saturday and put on the Naughty by Natty podcast? Is it Tuesday already? I always remember that the new episodes come out because of cunt. Uh, I'm sorry, you said cunt? See you next Tuesday. Uh, C starts with an S and U starts with a Y. Wouldn't that be S-Y-N-T? I I don't get it. C is for C. No, C is for cookie, but that's another topic altogether. The new episodes come out on your favorite streaming devices on Tuesday, cunt. You mean saint or or saint? No, I mean, you're a cunt. Hey, keep listening to more Naughty by Natty, baby. It's 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 Naughty by Natty. It's Naughty by Natty, baby. 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 
Naughty by Natty, baby. It's Naughty by Natty, baby. That last song that you heard was Woodbone, and it's called Bleed. Um, And, yeah, that's a fucking pretty deep and crazy, dark, bloody fucking song. It reminded me of my past. (laughs) It's a really good fucking song. You should look it up. That was Woodbone. I don't know what that means. Like, if it's like too, um, like a, a boner. I was just about to say, I think it involves (laughs) dong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that involves dong. Woodbone, if you're listening to this, please explain. (laughs) Alright, so, um, now, Andrew, perfect music for this. Oh, really? We're going to talk about some sexy time stories from you. Let's talk about the two uh, most creepy... Or off-the-wall stories that you got? Ah, let's start with this one. There's this one time, me and this girl. I'm going to leave her nameless, obviously. However, when we were finally having sex, she one time wanted what she quoted as the ultimate pleasure. The ultimate pleasure, in her eyes was as I am railing into her to slowly choke her out until her eyes either roll back into the back of her head and she is dying as she is coming, essentially having me strangle her to death, or she wanted me to go so far as to grab my knife, one of my longer blades, and use it as, again, while having sex to slowly cut her open from, like, very much slowly pulling out intestines level. To her, that was very much the ultimate form of pleasure. She very much wanted me to go so far as to kill her during sex. Wow. Yeah, she was kind of crazy, kind of hardcore. Very, very crazy sex. Did you enjoy it, though? Yes. I didn't go through with killing her. <laughs> she was mad at me for that for a minute. But like, she got over to go to I told her that. I was like, I ain't trying to catch a case, bitch. I'm like, I got shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But. <laughs> I know, right? I got shit to do tomorrow. I did. <laughs> I can't catch a case. I gotta, I gotta can't get arrested. I got shit to do tomorrow. Damn. There was that. Ladies, type. if you want to almost die, but not die completely, hit up the serpent. <laughs> I got his number if you guys want it. It's 480-867-5309. I'm not exactly sure what number you listed, but I know it's not fucking mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the people that are listening that are old enough to know that if they if you really listen, maybe next time that you hear this podcast, you'll you'll get it. I feel like it's something obvious that I should know, <laughs> but I'm stupid. Or I'm showing my age a little. <laughs> 
Well, the first three numbers are anonymous. <laughs> anonymous. They're just like a phoenix number. And then the rest is history. You'll know when you hear it. So I'll be what's thinking this, about this shit. What's this? Talking, what's this? I'll tell you out. afterwards. <laughs> it's a little mystery that people have to think about. So what's the second uh, story that you got? The second one. There was another girl. Surprisingly, it was actually a different girl, but they did know each other. I'm pretty. It was this weird thing. Like I fucking was around with a lot of people that knew each other. Oh <laughs> I was a whore. I'll be honest. I was kind of a whore. Um. Especially when it came to a cheap fuck. So, as me and her were going at it, she told me... Similar... It was very similar. Like I said, they all... It was a very tight group. It was weird and very bad. Um, she wanted me to cut open my hand during sex and, like, rub it, like, during... Over her mouth as well as, like... Well, like, slit my thumb, like, a bit open... And let her, like, rub it against her lips as well as, like, put it in her mouth. Like, very much like that, seductive and stuff. And as well as she wanted me to cut open my hand. As well as, like, rub it all over her and go down on her with my blood on her. So, she was very gnarly like that. I didn't fucking slice open my hand. But... I did slice open my thumb, and I did let her lick it. I, it was not the first time I sliced open my thumb, but it was the first time I slid open my thumb like that during sex. And it was weird, honestly, looking back at it. But she was very kinky. She loved it. She said she loved the taste of the iron as well as the sweat coming off my body with it. She was hardcore weird. I actually have like a um, an episode that I do in the past called Blood, and that actually talks about something like that. Something similar. Yeah. So, if you ever uh, talk to that chick again, you should tell her to listen to that podcast of mine, so she can be like, "Oh fuck, there's other people out there like me." Unless nah, she already knows that by now. I'm pretty so. sure. Nah, knowing her, she probably already <laughs> fucking found a group, and that group found more people. Yeah. <laughs> So here's the song that's loud again, so just like talk fucking loud. Hell Can you yeah. Tell? It's loud as fuck. <laughs> nah, totally. It's not loud. I just at feel all. like we need to just like headbang. <laughs> I feel like this music should have an intense chase scene. However, this podcast is audio only. That is no fucking that is completely impossible. I'm gonna pretend. Pretend to just like do a slasher <laughs> horror film run, just like a fake bullshit scream you would hear in like a cinema fucking background. Right. <laughs> no so one can see loud. it, but she's music, very much grooving so the fuck out with the song. <laughs> she it's was so just good. drinking a chalada, just grooving the fuck out. Just listen, guys. This music is kind of a bop. God damn it, I've been hanging around my girlfriend a lot. I'm saying that shit. What is it? What'd you say? I said that's a bop. A bop? A bop. How old is your girlfriend? She's... 12? Tw <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> that would get me in legal trouble. <laughs> She's 20. Oh, okay. 30, 21. Same difference. Oh, fuck. <laughs> bop. 
Just kidding, no, that reminds me of that. Watch me whip. Watch me nene. Oh, now God. watch me whip, whip, watch me nene. And then at one point in time it says, bop, 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 or some shit. I don't know, I never listened now to Now break this your song. legs. Now break your legs. Now break your legs. Now break your legs. Sorry guys, I had to get rid now of Now you're like, showing your mom's side. I had to get through that like loudness. No, when we went to California, um, I have a video of my daughter. And there's like this little dance party thing that they had at this like theme no, park actually, thing by the beach. No, actually, if you were showing your mom, you would have done the jerk, actually. <laughs> um, but bless me, Jesus, and amen. Why not Poseidon? Whoever that is, sure. Or Zeus. <laughs> or Hades. Actually, no, not Hades. He'll fucking do some fuck shit. All right. So, anyways, I just recently was re-watching that video I took of my daughter, and that song was on, the Watchmen Whip, Watchmen Nene, that's the reason why it came into my head, so I literally was watching that today. So, guess what? Chicken butt, I don't know what. You are on the first episode of where I'm going to start doing the question and the word of the day. Oh shit. Where did I fucking write the word of the day though? Hold on. Is it right on here? Uh, Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, there it is. Okay, so the question of the day is This is something I actually used to ask people in my past. I believe you might have asked me as well because you've asked me questions randomly when I first met you out of nowhere. No, these are people that I've asked, like, that I was sleeping with. Oh shit. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I definitely don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my question used to be, like, this shit happened, like, in high school. Because I used to like being choked as well. Mm-hmm. Like what you were it's talking very about. Common. Yes. Because it's not like, oh, I'm going to die. It's just, like, I don't know. It's a weird. Yeah. I talk about it on the podcast of the Agents of Lust. So, if you, like, listen to that one, we, like, talk. I'm pretty sure that's the one. That we talk about that. And it's like, yeah. Anyways. So. The question is. That I used to ask is. If I died, would you keep going? Like yes. until you got off. Oh, that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I was asking? I thought you meant like if like they like were dating or some shit. I'm like, no, 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 no. So like in the yes. middle of sex. <laughs> If my partner dies, would will you, keep, you continue until you, you finish? And trust me, like I freaked a lot of exes out huh. with this fucking question. I'm curious on what your answer is. Well, for me, could well, if the boner, I don't know. When you die, when a guy dies and he has a hard on that hard on is gonna stay for a while girl if i'm almost about to get off then i'd probably keep going <laughs> but if i'm not there yet i'd probably freak out and i would jump right off because the only way that if i'm keep on going is if i'm on top because how the f if he's just like laying on me i can't really go anywhere i'm just no kind of stuck there's a dead body on top of me <laughs> he just uh, fucking out on top of you you're fucking just stuck I need to get to my phone. 
<laughs> it's all worse. This fucking heart all stuck in you and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a very graphic memory, like image in my head, and I'm just like, ew. But did you just hear that scream on the music? Yes. Right when it we was were perfect. talking about that. And it was perfect in my head because I thought of just you kicking off the motherfucker, <laughs> just like pushing him and like lifting one of your legs like just enough to like put your foot up and like kick him off your, kick him off you. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think I could do that if it was a dead person. I'd be fucked. I'd be a lot of dead weight. I'd be fucked. <laughs> actually, no, it might not be that hard. All right. Or actually, so, no, it might be harder. All that blood loss is, or all that dead blood is all in this wang still. So if you're fucking a chick, you would or wouldn't keep going? Probably not, honestly. I don't think so. But when is, like, when you know that they're dead? <laughs> when do you know that they're dead? Uh, probably if they don't... <laughs> if they're slump like that, probably. <laughs> For one, I'll probably be like, something wrong? I don't know. You know, I've had sex and... I've never been in this situation I've been like so that. wasted that I've probably, like, fell asleep during sex. I've had that happen. And I've had, had I've had people problems where and me and my so yeah, like I had problems where me and the girl I was with were drunk and we would fall asleep having sex like so in the what process. do you think? You, how would you do you think you would feel if you were fucking a dead person? And then person? like, well, you don't know though because like you're used to like you know like the whole typical drunk thing like oh maybe they just fell asleep almost there whatever and then you realize after a while like after you get off like oh fuck. They're actually dead. dead. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Would you call someone or would, like, what would, like, would your first reaction be to call someone or be, like, so scared, like, oh, my God, people are going to think that I murdered this person? Probably scared <laughs> because I'm a big-ass foo. <laughs> so, and I'm known to, like, carry knives and shit around me. Like, a lot. Like, I think even now I have a fucking knife on me, which wouldn't surprise yes, me. Yes, you do every time I see you. <laughs> But, uh, I'm very much known for that. So like, yeah. and on top of that, I've no I've had a past where I'm very open with that. I was used to be very angry and shit. Like I put mm -hmm. holes in walls and stuff. Like I'm very open about my past with that. So my probably first instinct would be like, oh shit, people probably thought I went off the deep end finally. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh fuck. I, if, but on top of that, if like, say it were like happened where I was like, whatever, I'll finish real quick. Especially if they saw I had a nut in her, oh and God. I was and I was possible the last person with her. Oh hell yeah, I'd be terrified out of my fucking mind. You like um, remind me like what you're saying reminds me of like the Michael Myers version of like uh, or the Halloween of Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, like that's you. <laughs> I love that movie. That movie's awesome. Um. Okay, so the second thing that I told you about earlier is word of the day. Word of the day, which I told you about earlier, is chode. 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 I still can't believe This is a word, word of the day because I just love this word. It's Why do you love this word? I don't know. Is there something about it? Chode. I don't know. Just It's, it's fucking hilarious. The, One of my exes, Camille's, just loved the word pudding. But, but this so. is the thing. Chode, to me, 
is I'm pretty sure not what I think it is. What what is chode to you? Very small fat dick. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. What I always maybe thought, even disgusting like. Okay, so what I always thought a chode was as dumb as I am. Um, oh god! I thought a chode was like just a, like a half chub. <laughs> like a half. That's a softy. <laughs> or a chub. Or a chub, yeah, a chub. Alright, so I got the definition right here of a chode. Or a fucking pitch at half mass. So it's a vulgar slang. Oh, In the U.S. In the U.S. The U.S. of A, which means United States of America, if you guys didn't know. Um, (laughs) So, it is a penis, especially one characterized as being short and thick. The per... Perineum, a stupid or con- contemplable cunt, <laughs> cunt, a stupid or contemptible contemptible man is what the definition is. So I wanted to double check if you just didn't find a reason to put the word cunt in there. <laughs> no, I was joking. It wasn't cunt. It was. I see that. Contemptible man. When you said cunt, I don't know. I said it again. <laughs> but yeah, there's that. <laughs> I was right, basically, minus the smell part. But that's still <laughs> optional. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's just on the person, and if you're with someone that smells, you. Ew. Get some help. <laughs> and if you're into that, be healthy with it, I guess, but that's still weird. <laughs> right. You got Siggy. Hold on. Wait, say what you just said about smells? I didn't even hear that. I'm just like, we're green. Yeah, right. <laughs> you didn't even hear what I said <laughs> no, about No, I didn't. I said the whole shit about chodes is like, for me, it's a small, fat dick that just optionally smells (laughs) and i said if ladies if you're with someone that smells down there give some help (laughs) okay but if you're into that be safe with it (laughs) so recently i read a thing and it says how do i tell a girl that her pussy stinks basically that's a hard one. <laughs> and he like explained himself, and he was just like super sweet. About you will always it. feel like, like a dick. Hey, it was just really fucking horrible. He's like, it was like when you fucking Dutch oven somebody <laughs> under the covers. He's like, I was going down there, and before I even got down there, I didn't even put my mouth down there, and it was horrible. And I got a whiff, and I just couldn't do it. Yada yada yada. And everyone was, like, saying all these fucking things. And I was just like, you don't. That was my response. You just don't tell a chick that her pussy stinks. And somebody replied to my answer, wrong answer. (laughs) (laughs) And I started laughing so hard. And all I could think of is, like, okay, first of all, like, obviously girls are embarrassed. Like, anyone would be embarrassed about smelling bad, no matter what it is. Right. And any guy would hate to break that news. Yeah. So the biggest thing that I feel with that is just be nice about it. But like if it's a stranger that you plan on not fucking like 
in the future. Oh, you keep that shit to like, yourself, Like, yeah, don't dog. even say shit and just, like, move on with your life. If it's someone that you care about, then just yeah, tell them. chop it away as one cheap fuck you need to delay and just, like, <laughs> don't fucking think twice about it ever again. But Unless you want to have like... that fucked up story that you want to tell someone when you're drunk. Be like, dude, I fucked this one bitch. She was so goddamn smelly. Which we all know guys do that shit. You're fucking assholes. <laughs> I'm sure some motherfuckers on the podcast already (laughs) (laughs) The other Andrew. (laughs) Fucking that one time when he was in the car with us. When he was all drunk as shit. Oh, yeah. Fucking talking about that one girl that wanted to shit on him. (laughs) We'll just keep it as the other Andrew. There's lots of Andrews that we know. Exactly. That's on, like, the other Andrew. I'm trying to go live on this, but I don't know how to on do Reddit? that. On Reddit? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't use Reddit. Reddit be weird. It just keeps showing me other live stuff. Anyways, guys, moving on. So, I got some other shit that we can... Uh, Oh, actually, I just remembered something about the smelly shit. Uh, There was one time I went down on a girl. It's not exactly smelly, but... Oh, she hadn't shaved in a very, very long time. And I felt super awkward. Because I was like, I don't want to. It's like the jungle down there. I don't want to go through the jungle book. The jungle book. (laughs) I ain't trying well, to know, go through that. Some people actually like that. I'm not all into that. That No. Okay. Not me, personally. Right. But I remember I mean, it was very... Me either. I don't, I don't It was like very difficult for me that time. Trying to go down on her. And I was like, oh man. I barely... I barely like it when my own hair gets in my mouth from my meals. So... <laughs> Oh my god. So. So when you're having like the. the what I'm having to like get hair away day, from where you know? I'm trying to enjoy myself with my nice sweet pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get a little. It gets a little weird sometimes. I'm like damn it. A little. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for her, I I did not finish that, and she really wanted me to. Alright. I'm I'm all trying to buy you time and fucking revealing fucking fucked up stories and shit to buy you time. (laughs) Alright. But it'd be like that. Here's a question, just randomly. Ready? Go for it. Does anyone else scratch their asshole and then sniff it out of curiosity? Their asshole? Yes, and these are uh, comments. Alright, that's it. Everyone here is under arrest. I can't sniff my asshole, dude, but I do lick my own fingers after. Ew! Seek God. To the last comment. And then, always and without a shred of shame... Yeah, me too, bro. Sis, mom, 
Papa Step Bro. These people are fucking dumb. <laughs> it's Reddit. That's how it be. <laughs> Reddit be going yeah. down the rabbit hole that shit. Does it have to be your own? I have. Ew. But I didn't want to. I don't have that good of sense of smell, so I just taste it instead. Ew, what Does the fuck? anybody else? Oh, that's nasty. You nasty. You need Jesus. For real. Way too often. I have COVID right now and can't smell. Several <laughs> times a day. I'm sniffing my fingers expecting that sweet, sweet self-accusations <laughs> and getting nothing. He's a little too intimate with it. <laughs> I prefer scratching those He isn't scratching. Hold up. He isn't scratching his asshole. He's doing something else with his fingers involving his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Next. I prefer scratching other places but sniffing other people. Hell no. Lies. I believe it. Dudes love eating ass way too much. <laughs> and then here's someone else. I feel like I walked into a seriously graphic kink orgy and then threw up on everyone involved. Just because your mother didn't explicitly tell you to keep your fingers out of your asshole doesn't mean you should do exactly that. Keep your hands out of your asshole and definitely away from your face. That was a Karen that got triggered. Yeah, right? I don't, but I know enough folks that do. But hate stank finger. That I've turned into a business. I probe them with my Scratchmaster 6.5, offer my tool to be sniffed, not to be confused with rusty trombone lessons, which I also offer... <laughs> Profit. Here's at Pecker Brown's holistic therapies and band room. Our satisfaction is your satisfaction. Well, damn. They just gave away a lot of their personal life right there. <laughs> and the last one I'm going to read is, I have seen my fiancé do this repeatedly in his sleep. I must say it caught me off guard a bit. What about you? What is your answer? <laughs> Because mine is not the asshole specifically, but I'll admit I've sniffed my fucking ass crack that I've after I scratched it. Yeah, no. But I'll admit that because I'm a guy and we're fucking disgusting. Hey, you gotta sniff every orifice to know if you need a shower or not. That's my motto. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think I've done it a time or two. Oh, that's funny. Well, I admit it to my husband. Hell no. Is he going to listen to this? Probably. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be like, bitch, why you always tell me that I need a shower and do this and do that or not do this or do that? Hey, don't do it in front of me and I won't have to tell you these things. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways. So... Position of the day comes from somebody that posted in uh, the Naughty by Natty group. Alright. And it is called Pooning. Pooning? Yes. Does it involve the pooty tang? Oh, you're about to find out. Oh, really? I haven't... I uninstalled Facebook on my phone, so I haven't seen any of that shit. Alright, we ready for this? Oh, definitely, because that shit is always a fucking ball going through. Alright, pooning. 
basically an act of love between a consenting couple where the male makes his female partner seriously moist while she is still wearing knickers or a thong. Cotton gazette recommended. Knickers. Then removing pants or thong and either dry naturally or accelerate the process with a hair dryer. While maintaining the romantic mood, scrape the dry Ming goo. Minji goo. I don't know. From the pants or thong with a razor. So basically, like, after the dried up cum that's on a girl's, like, pants or chonies. All the pre-cum and all that. Yeah, yeah. So after it's dry, you get a razor blade to finulate, <laughs> roll up a banknote, and snort vaginal gold. Wait five snort minutes. Snort it? Yes. Wait five minutes for an intense Afro <laughs> aphrodisiac hit. May be used as a supplement for Viagra. That is a better version of cocaine from what I just heard. Yeah. And that is brought to you by Mr. Billy Gonzalez from We Still Copper. That is definitely something <laughs> I'm going to have to put where, like, I'm going to have to do that with my wife. No. Love you, Billy. I'm definitely my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely something I'm like, I have to do with my wife. <laughs> because at that point I'm like, hey, it's special enough. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it's a little intense. That's a little out there. <laughs> if it turns into a Viagra, that's definitely something for my wife because I'm right. going to want to use the effect after. <laughs> and I highly doubt someone random is going to let me do that. <laughs> but you would do it. Oh, fuck yes. You would snort fucking... Pussy, crusty underwear yes. stuff. I am disgusting. I am a hound. So you're like one of those dogs that like just chew underwear? Or I don't know about that part. A mouse? Yeah, dirty underwear on the floor, you chew the fucking crotch out. <laughs> if you're just snoring, you're gonna chew it up. What's the difference? Yeah, I guess I really am a hound. I'm pretty sure I said that last time <laughs> in the recording. There's a reason why I'm known as a hound. <laughs> Pepper cheese. And now we got more context to why I said that. <laughs> That's something you didn't get last time. <laughs> Alright, coming up, shows and events. So we have on... <sighs> this is um, from the 21st through the 24th of October this month. We have... Anthem Autumn Fest, and it's at 41703 North Gallivan Peak Par Parkway in Anthem, Arizona. And basically, it's a fucking carnival. Um, free admission, free parking, and then um, check out their main page for how you can win some wristbands. Um, and it's uh, Fraser Shows, if you want to check that out. Um, that looks fun for a little carnival event. And then we also have, um, Hot, w Hot Rod Horror, um, Hootenay. Um, there it's at 6729 North 57th Drive at Gl in Glendale, Arizona. And then music there is going to be by Tommy Price and the Stilettos. And all proceeds are going to help Operation Enduring Gratitude and Community that helps with household repairs for veterans and their widows. 
and then it's like a car show, bike show, and um, the fee is ten dollars, top awarded. Um, fuck. Did I really not get all the deets? Anyways, there's like a costume contest and all this shit going on. I mean, I could look it up really quick, but I don't know how long that's going to take. Because I take like 500 years to look at anything. And this is the part where we fix it in post because they... of Geo now. <laughs> no, but uh... Damn it. So, <laughs> basically, um, they're going to be doing a show and they have like hearse. And like all kinds of crazy ass shit. I want to get a hearse. I feel like it's gonna be like a rockabilly. Like I don't know. I don't really know what it is, but from the looks of it, it looks really fucking awesome. Let me try and find it really quick. So I'm just kind of like saying all this shit so I can like. Not Would have you let Geo buy a a hearse? No. Well, if he wants to, but like that's fucking creepy as fuck. I don't know. You would think owning a fucking hearse is creepy. I don't know. I'm just not into ghost things. <laughs> oh, here it is. Look at the music's gone. He didn't think we were going to go this long. I know, right? Poor I didn't him. think we were going to go this long. Shit. He's down there time. just like by himself. All right. He's probably in there thinking, where the fuck are we so we can go <laughs> hang out with Marcel? Fuck you, Marcel, if you're listening to this. <laughs> so, um, vendors. Fuck you. No, There's going to be vendors there. Um, there. It doesn't have a lot of, um,. Deets on here of what's going on, but there's a pageant contest. It's thirty dollars sign up fee, ages fifteen and up. Youth pageant is five to fourteen, twenty dollars and up. And then top winner awarded. It doesn't say what they're awarded for, but it looks like it's gonna be a good time. Um, especially because like hearses and shit. Like it's a hot road show with hearses. I want to have sex with someone in a hearse one day. That's definitely bucket list. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Having sex in a hearse? Fuck yeah. And a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being serious. You look at me like with a shitty grin. No, that's, I'm being serious. <laughs> so another... <laughs> I'm just... No, I'm just like in my own world right now. So no, I wasn't really thinking I thought I was crazy, supposed to be but, high. Yeah. <laughs> so um, another show came... Coming up is Pig, P-Y-G, at the Yucca, and it's the Dark Mirror album release at 29 West Southern Avenue in Tempe. Again, that's at the Yucca, and it starts at 8 p.m. They're also going to have bands, um, the bands call, or, fucking forgive me. Okay, special guests with them playing. Casket Snatch, Critical Miss, and Rejected Monsters. Everything comes full circle, casket snatch. <laughs> exactly. Just what you're talking about. <laughs> some shit I want to do a casket snatch. He wants to fuck some Oh, that just makes me sound. Yeah, I was about to say, that makes me just sound like I want to fuck a dead chick. <laughs> hey, well, it goes with the. I was about to say, it goes against what the fuck I just said of the other shit. It goes with the episode before this. That too. Woo, fucking corpses. <laughs> <laughs> Necrophilia, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Last but not least. 
We... I just thought of the fucking <laughs> the fucking the corpse thing some more, and the Go whole would you would fuck a dead person. I'm just like, damn. Imagine if you were that bad and like you were that hard, and you just like had to keep going, or you had to get off or whatever. You just keep going, and like you know what you want. I'm just imagining fucking fucking a dead chick, <laughs> like face fucking a dead chick. I'm so horrible. <laughs> what? You don't have to worry about them breathing <laughs> and needing air. Yeah. Oh god. At that point, you. I wonder, would you fuck They'd a zombie? Also, be very stiff and cold. Depends how dead they are. And if remember, if it was de- during, that's definitely a factor. Yeah, I'm thinking of like straight up morgue status. Did you break? <laughs> Just kidding. All right. The only thing I broke was a couple girls' hearts. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Those bitches broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna end this podcast with a song. With fucking dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to grave rob and fuck some <laughs> corpses. So um, we're gonna end this podcast. With, uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Please share, subscribe, go to anchor.fm.com, Naughty by Natty, and please support me, uh, with the listenership. And you can do 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 a month, and it'll greatly help with a lot of time in the studio for 4.99 a month you can fuck a dead chick <laughs> you can also pay 99 cents if you really think about it and you're only paying 12 dollars a fucking month to support me and Just if like you get the Netflix. high tier of patreon i get to fuck <laughs> you <laughs> oh you're fucking the audience i could hey Some he, of them. he's talking to those those uh lovely ladies that want to die that one die. <laughs> You're talking about fucking hers and all these like I mean, chicks while they're dying. So I very much could go. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a hold of that crazy bitch again. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, all right. Say goodbye, Andrew. Fucking dead chicks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last song, and it's called. Face to Mask, and it's by Los Diablos Gordos. I want to wear your face as a mask! Don't worry, the pain won't last! I'm gonna boil the flesh off your bones! Make me some chili!
your skin like a suit. Don't worry, you're begging his mute. Do you know how many lines you terrorize? You will before you die. Son, where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. 